Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Robins on the Wire, a Bristol Post podcast with Michelle Owen and Bristol City reporter Gregor McGregor. Welcome along to Robins on the Wire with myself, Michelle Owen. Gregor McGregor is on holiday this week. How dare he on an international week? But we do have a fan view of the Middlesbrough draw to bring you up to date. That will be towards the end of the podcast. But we have a very special guest this week. If it was Soccer AM, he'd get a football that was signed. Because this is your third appearance. Yes, it is. Murray. Stanley, how are you, my love? You good? good? I'm good. You don't get a football, sorry. That's all right. I can't, I can't provide right. that. Um, just quickly reflect actually on Saturday. Disappointed not to come away with three points. Yeah, yeah, I think point. I think it, yeah I think it was probably a game of two halves. I think I think um, is that other? we we played very well the first half and then they've probably come out slightly stronger in the second half. I think but I think I said Middlesbrough are a good team, a lot of experienced players in there and as you said I think um, at the start of the month if you if you'd said where we are I think we would well, we would yeah. all taken it. Yeah, great start to the season. Um, I wanted to talk about pre-season. First time for you that you've been on a big trip like that? To, yeah, to, 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 to America, yeah. It was, um, it was a bit interesting for me, I think. Logistically, uh, that must have been Yeah, I, I think the, the problem is being, doing the kit. I think it's uh, the whole week building up to it's an absolute nightmare. I think um, we've got these fancy new suitcases. Flight cases, yeah. I had to pack up. Oh, oh, the little Robins ones. Yeah. I've seen these. Where did you get those from? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think um, John's probably seen them somewhere and... I think his mind's just exploded. And to be fair, I think they've they've done very well. The, the club shop and all, obviously the the players really like him as well. So as I said, I've got a pack. I think it was about twenty five full big bags, mm-hmm. and then there was the fifty six. So there was thirty players, twenty six staff went. So I had to pack their training kits. I think there's then the, the, one of the hardest parts of the footballs. We took seventy footballs. You've got to deflate them before we go. Obviously. Oh, how annoying. <laughs> Absolute nightmare. So I think it, when when we go to a place like Marbella, I absolutely love it because we obviously I drive my van there. Yeah. And then what? Do you, you do on the ferry? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like um, the day before we leave, the the sports science and medical they just literally put the stuff in my van, which is absolutely brilliant for me. And as I said, um, it, the planning's pretty pretty easy for that. So I think uh, my America was was pretty hard work for me. <laughs> Gregor has sent us some questions, even though he's away. So did you drive your uh, van to Florida well not unless you went via Russia no so. <laughs> was, that, oh, was that the way you could go was it I didn't fancy going I assume going. so yeah but um, but no. did you forget anything dare no. I ask no no not no I, to be you fair to be fair I think um, being the kitman you've always got to take a lot more than you bargain for it's like I took wet jackets and trousers oh good job I think yeah they, they, well that's another that storm was insane wasn't it? honestly that's probably my worst experience but what's happened no we're not scared but we played um, Derby, say, I think it was the Friday night. It was something like a six o'clock kickoff. Mm-hmm. And then the game, obviously, where we were at the complex, there's like, a, you know, the war sirens. Yeah. So when the storm's half an hour it's away, quite creepy, I and imagine. the war siren goes off. So that get, if there's any anybody under 18, mm. they need to go inside. Really? Yeah, so this way, and then, so the game stopped. Mm-hmm. The game stopped for about half an hour. 
the rain started coming down, it was very heavy, game got abandoned. So the two managers have decided, oh, I'll tell you what, we'll play first thing tomorrow morning. So that meant I, just, I literally had to stay at the stadium until about two in the morning to get all the kit, the wash the kit, get the kit dried. And then I had probably one of the scariest experiences of my life. I'm walking out the stadium and over on the, uh, under the stand, you can just see shadows, it's like obviously it's, it's dark and there's something walking about. And I'm literally stood still like a statue for about 10 minutes. So all of a sudden, the, the, it's gone on top of a trash can, as they call it, on top of the bin, and then it's gone under the stadium. So I've literally sprinted out the stadium. As I've sprinted out, two security guards and a little golf buggy quickly spun over. Are you okay? And everything. I goes, well, I'm just, I don't know what I'm just seeing. or something in the bins. It was a raccoon. <laughs> it was a raccoon! And I goes, would that attack me? And he goes, if it was pregnant, it might. <laughs> if it was but, pregnant. But I was actually, because I didn't know what I it was. It like a lynx or something. No. But I was terrified because I didn't know what oh, it was. Oh, that's hilarious. And it was, a, it was a raccoon, so. But no, I did, <laughs> logistically, it was a nightmare because obviously I'd, I'd done all the washing myself. Yeah, and, so but you know what? Early morning. Do you know what? Listen, the, the, the complex is brilliant. The, the, the facilities are different class. Yeah, Gregor said what was sort of the best thing about it and it sounds like the worst thing about it was that night. Yeah, that night was a nightmare. Obviously, the game getting abandoned. But the best thing, everyone was so helpful. I think the whole place was... And do you know what? The pluses take away all the minuses for me, definitely. And I'd definitely go back. Even though it meant I had to do all the washing and folding by myself, which is not a problem, I would definitely go back, definitely. Indicative as well, where the club is at. Isn't it commercially? Yeah, going definitely. To and I think Florida. I think John, especially, he's a massive American yeah. sports fan. Yeah. I think he plays baseball himself, and I think they went off to a few meetings and trying to just plug Bristol City. I think so. I think uh, I think all in all, it's been a, a good trip for us. And lots of new signings over the summer. Um, how have they settled in? Do they have any quirky requests as well? Uh, no. To be fair, as I said, the, the new lads have been superb. I think it looks like uh, Benny and Casey have been best mates for. For 20 years, I think. But they didn't know each other before, did they? Yeah. They'd cross paths. I think, uh, no, and I think um, a little Nagy's, Adam Nagy's been different class. Obviously, he's got injured probably at the wrong time. Mm. I think the good thing with the, the international break, it's, it means we get an extra week to get them back in the yeah. pitch for next week. So, I think, uh, and now and little Jay De Silva, he's brilliant, love him. And, uh, now as I said, the lads have just settled in perfectly. The big bench, I think he's been different class for us so far. He's got a little one on the way, hasn't he? Because uh, no, his baby's due the day after ours. There you go. Oh, so not long to go. Are you excited? Well, are you going to sort us out of all little Bristol City kits? Okay, I'll. Well, I'm not sure Hubby will be happy with that, will he? <laughs> I'm sure he's got a Plymouth one ready. I know, he's probably already got one in the wardrobe for him. Um, what about um, players that have been there for a while? Are, are there any sort of certain routines that you have to follow? I know you used to say about Aidan Flint, certain yeah, socks. And so, no, like that, do you know what? The, the majority of lads now are pretty easy going, I think. Um, I think I think Brownie had, like Josh Brownhill. He's um, he likes a long sleeve shirt, a long sleeve, um, a short sleeve shirt. Casey Palmer's the same. Well, he wears a long sleeve shirt underneath. So, no, no, no. So like the everyone, every player's got two shirts. Yeah. So obviously, if it rains, it ha- during the first half they'll change yeah. shirts or if they're really sweaty. So Brownie and Casey like one at each. The majority, everyone else. Do they got, still do long sleeve shirts? Yeah. Be, now it's just fair, Under Armour, isn't be, it? Yeah. To be fair, we've. We usually only order about 30, so there's not many mm. people wearing Yeah. I think in... It's like, not the 90s. No, and not like... like the, and like, it's like, no, <laughs> I used to get extra large, that was it. Buster would tell me there's only extra large left, so... Because when I first started, it wasn't names in the backs. 
So when I thought, I'm sure my age now, uh, you just get the number. Yeah. So if number seven was extra large, Buster used to say, So Buster Footman? Yeah. yeah. Buster would say, brother, roll your sleeves up then. <laughs> I was say, you have no choice whatsoever. But I think, um, now in Bent, he's like, the, the keeper kits now this season actually come with short sleeves. Oh, right. That's, That's weird, isn't it? Do you remember they used to have all that padding on the elbows, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. So now they actually come, I think the I think majority of the pitches nowadays are like bowling greens. Yeah. So I think um, now the keeper kits come, come in short sleeve sizes as well. You gave us a little glimpse what it's like in Florida, but day to day, the hours you keep are crazy, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they are. Usually my, my, my normal day, I'll probably get Ashton and get about quarter past six, I think. Why so early? And then because they, this, they this start, is, This is yeah. a non-game day? No, a non-game day, yeah. So, like, um, the, the staff like the training camp, the training camp at seven, usually. So, it's not like... Um, so, Lee Johnson's staff get, get in at seven? Cause I, yeah, because wow. I think they're, um, they usually have a, a staff meeting at eight, usually. Do you think people realise... No. I know exactly. Because, no. that goes on behind no. the scenes? I think... Um, it's not just in up on not Saturday. Not at all, no. I think it, it's like um, people always just think it's putting kids out, but I mean, usually it's roughly about 70 kids we, we put out or go through in a day. That's mad. And I think um, it was like on Saturday, for example, Saturday's perfect. I love the early kickoff because mm. I still come in at quarter past six, so just the day finishes three hours earlier than yeah. a normal match. But it's like on Friday, I, I met the Middlesbrough kit man. I took him back to his hotel. It'd be just, to nice. be fair, we all just help each other out. So you said you have like a little kit man So we, No, but there is a page on Facebook. I, I don't know if they go on Facebook, but there's a page on there, a kit man page. So, yeah. It's good, it's good fun. Kit it's good friends. fun, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, they, we all tend to help each other out. Like, because um, times, for example, a couple of weeks ago, my pump wasn't working. No, no. So I've ended up, um, who was at Hull? They've given me, um, Johnny Ayers there, he's given me a, like a manual pump. Mm. So it was just to top up the balls more than anything. So, but no, we all, we all look out, we all look out for each other. Because it is, especially away games, are a bit stressful because yeah, if you forget something. Do you need help? Yeah, well, we got, um, I've got, Phil, who's like the equipment manager, yeah, yeah, yeah. he comes in, puts all the bo- the, bo- the the waters out, and and then uh, so he's a big help. And I think, um, as I said, it, no, we all look out for each other because as I said, away games, if you forget something, it's mm. it's not nice. It's horrible for you. Yeah, to it is. It's not nice. And and um, as I said, so we get we, we sort each other out baking sandwiches and that's stuff nice. like that. It's, that's what you got to do. While we're on um, dressing room talk, before we move on. I've got to ask, uh, this came out in a Lee Johnson interview, I think it was with the EFL on Twitter or social media. Were you aware, this is from Gregor, of Poo Club between... I know, you get say. Aidan Flint and Joe Bryan. Yeah, yeah. And were, Gregor says, were you a member? And Gregor also said, this is all Gregor, would you have liked to have been? No, but <laughs> I'll tell you who would have beat both of them, Lewis Carey. Oh. Lewis. I don't need the details, obviously. No, no, but Lewis was renowned for having... Three or four before a game. What? Easily. Just nervous. Easily. And it's even now, because he plays for us in the, the Sunday League, he's oh, still exactly please. the same. But I think now, playing in the Sunday League places, I think he probably hovers. Lovely. <laughs> Facilities aren't quite as good for <laughs> Not him. as good, no. Are but you aware of that, though, that Joe yeah, Brian Aiden Flint went they, off every and, game? And I'm also get Snapchats off him. Wonderful. So they're still doing it. That's lovely. Well, good so, to know yeah, up. It's good to see the diets are good, though, to be fair. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to talk about your son, Jay. Completely different uh, topic. He's he's signed for Clevedon Town. Yes. Um, good opportunity for him? It is good, yeah. I think... Um, well, it, he was on Bristol was, City's it, books, Yeah, right? so he went, uh, he went a couple of years ago. It was probably about three years ago now, I would think. He went, uh, he went to the academy. He did all right. And they put him to SGS with Dave Hockaday. Yeah. 
So now he's in his third season up there. It's and a number of players have come from there. Yeah. And you know, I've got nothing but good things to say about Dave up there. And yeah. I say my lad's now probably, if I was dedicated, half dedicated as what he was now, mm. I probably would have done better than I did. I know I did all right, but if I like like regarding going to the gym and ever, I was never. It's on. different. Yeah. You know? He's obsessed with his six pack. <laughs> I, I get six pack at Iron Brew. It's me happening. <laughs> it's like uh, no, the whole setup up there. It's, it's very professional. And he said, now he's just started playing, played for all down to start the season. Then Mickey signed him at Cleveland, so he's earning some P, as he calls it. Uh, what, what do you think? You know, without putting any pressure on him, how how good is he? He's all right, to be fair. He's a, he's a, he's a small lad. He's he's he's, um, he's getting a bit bigger, like body wise. Yeah. yeah. So I think uh, no, he's, he's only eighteen. Isn't yeah, he? he's just just on the eighteen. He'll be all right. He'll, Hopefully, the thing is nowadays you can make a good living out of playing non-league. So yeah, yeah. I think even if he if he ends up playing non-league, which I think he obviously he won't be happy with, but you can make a good living out of that. Does your other lad play, Sammy? He's, yeah, he he likes to play. He thinks yeah. I went and watched him last week, so I think uh, no, they they love kicking a ball about. Like love football. My daughter loves footballers, but how old's your daughter? Nineteen. She's twenty this week. Oh wow! The sixth. Great. Gregor <laughs> um, sent this through as well. Um, he said, "When you're both on the same team, because occasionally you play games yeah, together, Sundays, don't yeah. you?" So, what kind of football playing dad are you? Um, you know, do you pass to him all the time, or do you never pass well, to him? It's, it's, I, I, I had a charity game on Sunday, so I couldn't play the first game of the season. Yeah. So they played the first game of the season, and they won twenty-one, and my lad got eight. <laughs> so I think for the last four so seasons, no, it's like a, the proper Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, Sunday league and um so he scored eight and I, I think I've won top goal scorer every season, I think. Because I play up front. And um I think in, in the, and his choice was well he's not getting he's, he's not gonna pass me, he said. <laughs> so it looks like I'm gonna have to work hard to get some goals back, I think. But no, we have a good laugh to be fair the Sundays and we got a few ex players, Lewis, Colin mm. Cram, Alex Russell's played a few times for us, so Joe Burnell. Good fun. You play in Legends games as well, um, don't you? When you've recently played, I know you've played a few recently, mm. I've seen on social media, who sort of has really impressed you? Who's still got it? Tommy Docks. Really? Tommy Dorothy. I think um, we played one on Sunday and I'd asked him Friday, Saturday, no, no, no. Phoned him Sunday, no chance. And he's literally turned up a minute before kickoff. <laughs> I go, well, I thought you weren't coming. He goes, ah, I just quite fancied it. And then Andrew Jordan, who played, Joe Jordan's son, he hasn't played football for years. So then I've, I've phoned him on Friday. Fancy game? Yeah, I loved it. He ruptured his Achilles. Oh. So now he's, he's got a big cast on. In the game? Yeah, in the game. There was no one near him. He just collapsed. They're the worst. Collapsed. And um, so he was saying he went to BRI. And uh, obviously there's usually a big, long yeah, a and yeah. queue. He's, he's went, went straight in and then the, one of the doctors came in and recognised Joe Jordan. <laughs> he was only joking then, getting straight in. 20 minutes later, he's got his cast on. It's not about, it's not about, what is it? It's not about, you, probably, what you know, it's about, yeah. you know, I'd have got scared of seeing Big Joe as well, so I'd, I'd have get him out <laughs> as quick as possible, innit? Uh, you played in a game with Lee Johnson the other week as yeah. well. Uh, has he still got it? Yeah, he's still got it, yeah, the gaffer. I think the... Team in midfield? Yeah, he, 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 he's running about. Jamie McAllister as well, an absolute well, machine. He's not long retired, is he? Still runs about, smashes Do people. Do you play much? No. No, no, I think the problem is when Dino probably goes back he home, does he? He goes back to his family, doesn't he? He goes back home. Yeah, yeah. And then Maka's young lad who's at the academy, Ruben, he plays. He's only 13. And Amazing. I think Sam came on on Sunday and scored. So that was, that was a highlight of his day. Brilliant. And 
obviously you're still playing Sundays and playing with yeah. the camp, but how much do you miss playing, or is it sort of negated yeah. by the fact you're st- you've still yeah. got that dressing room atmosphere, haven't you? Do you know you? what? I, I, I'm, I'm pretty lucky, to be fair. Like, when I finished at Bath, and then Dermot McKinnis offered me the kit, man, you're, you're straight in the mix again. So you don't actually, you don't miss it as much, and obviously, because me, I'm playing Sunday still, mm. I, I, I still get the same buzz, well, not the same buzz, but you know what I mean, playing on a Sunday and enjoying myself. When you were offered that job as kit man, was that a no-brainer for you? No-brainer. I was, I was nearly 37, and my my body was in bits. <laughs> I think, uh, and as I said... You just knew? I knew, yeah. I think, uh, I think after games on a Saturday, you're still struggling on a Wednesday. I think um, Bath were brilliant to me, and then I think... In the end, I Dale's phoned me and he said, listen, the kit man's leaving, do you fancy it? And as it took me a bit, I slept on it and then snapped his hand off. It was like, to be fair, the first first few months were, um, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> it's like jumping in a pool and no bands on it, you can't swim, but... Now it's I second think, nature, I guess. I think, the, I think the, the longer you do it, the not easier, the, the mm. more you get used to it, I think, definitely. Um, you do a lot, sort of outside of your role and we see I see on social media um, at the weekend you're helping fans out um, Grebel said he, he just picked this one out oh it was a geezer called Vinny yeah that's, that's what it was so what, what's happened um, um, one of my mates Mark he works in the he does a frame in at Splash Gallery no yeah we know we have yeah, some stuff done yeah there. so Mark's uh, messaged me because he's seen again it was on Facebook so I don't really overly go on Facebook but there was a there was a bloke. Yeah, send your request now. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a bloke on there. Bristol City put a, a thing on the page, and, and Max and uh, Vinny said something along the lines of, "I can't get to the games no more. It's a bit too expensive for me. I'm a full time carer. My little boy." So it was like stuff like that. So then, then all of a sudden, I, I well, listen, we we get complimentary tickets, you see. So we all get two complimentary tickets. It is. So, so I've ended up managed to blag another ticket and. I must have given three tickets, so... Well, I mean, you, you say it like, you know, it's a matter of fact, but a lot of people, you know, you go to the trouble to do it, and you, yeah. it's not just a one-off. You're always helping fans out, and no, you're I always going the extra mile Yeah, I think, um, at the end of the day, I think, if there was no fans there, then there wouldn't be any football, would there? So I think, no. uh, and seeing a little kid's face, it was it was brilliant. Honestly, I walked in, gave me his tickets, and then I think um, his dad's put a video on him walking. I think it was a few of the times you see the... Kids walk yeah. upstairs and seen it. Was the, the first time? It was, yeah, yeah, seen it. And it's, you know what? It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And I think uh, Mike Mark Watson's come out and said he'll sort him out a couple of tickets as well. And has it been people are carers like that looking after them? Yeah, absolutely. It's, listen, it's the least we can do. Because the, the jobs they do, and they don't get no thanks for it whatsoever. So it's, it's, it's easily, it's easily for no, us. That's a lovely gesture. It's easily for us to do that. But you just look like you genuinely love it. I always, I've got the image of you dancing with um, Harry the Hornet at Watford. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But, you know, do you know what? I, I, I actually, even when I played, it was exactly the same. But it, it, it's not like um, it's funny because I was speaking to Scott Minto the, yes. the game on yeah. Saturday, um, Saturday, and we were just chatting. And I think when you when you first start playing football, it is like your dream job. It's like you're doing the thing you love. But I, I think, believe it, sort of thing. Yeah, but like um, when you get to your mid twenties, late twenties, early thirties, it's actually you realise it's a job. Yeah, and you don't lose the fun out of it. You know it's, it's coming to an end as well. Yeah, and plus, so you know you get t- treated as a job, yeah. not as listen. I'm living every little boy's fantasy, but and we had a, we had a good chat about it on Saturday. It was like we were both like, oh, you know what? It's actually not until you actually finish playing then you realise what you the actually done. Yeah, it's like, it's, looking back and it's it's brilliant. So no, I've been very lucky. And as I said, I, the job I do now is even I love it. I love it. Right, you're still in the sort of inner sanctum. 
a final one from Gregor here. He said, have you seen Lee Johnson use the hairdryer treatment recently in the dressing room? Is he that sort of manager? Uh, I, he, I know he, you've he, seen a few he, things. Yeah, he can be. He can be, but I think um, it's just to get his point across, I think. I think sometimes players need a good shout at them, I think. And as I said, I'd, I think if um, as a player myself, if, somebody, if, the, if the gaffer gave me a, a rollicking, as they call it, then do you know what? you you got to take it, have you? It's about, it's about doing it at the right yeah, time, course, not yeah. doing it all the time. Of course, and I think... Um, and when you do, when, when you get your all, I think nine times out of ten, when you come off the pitch at half time, if you've had a poor game, you'll know yourself. Get ready for it. <laughs> you get ready for it. Face yourself. Yeah, listen, and, and you know what? Listen, if you if you can't take a bit of constructive criticism, then that's what happens, I'm afraid. That's what happens. How much is it going to change your role, maybe not at all, having all the new facilities up at Fayland and having the academy come across and things? Is that going to affect you at all? Yeah, I think... Um, I'll do a lot less driving because I think the majority of my driving because I'm still based at Ashton Gate because all the, the dryers and the washers and everything are down there. So, so literally, I'm... The ladies are doing... They'll do a drive-up drive down and any time you've got a full... We've got these blue tubs. You said they're amazing. What are their names again? Yeah, Tracy and Joe. Honestly, yeah. they're... It's like this week, we, we've got a few days off so they're happy. They're happy and they, they, work, their, they work their socks off. They're, so they wash different. it all... And the thing is, oh, even though I'm supposed to be in charge of them, <laughs> I, I know I'm supposed to be in charge. I know I'm supposed to be in charge. Listen, I let I let Chasey be the boss. She's the boss. She's your boss. She's my boss. <laughs> honestly, what she says goes. But they're brilliant, and as I said, um, so they saw that at uh, Ashton Gate. Yeah. So like, um, so will they come up then to Finland? They will. Yeah. I think Joe's just passed the test, which is brilliant. I think the the whole point Joe said I had doing this because obviously when we move up the training ground, they can get up there, but. It'll make it a lot easier for everybody because sometimes stuff goes missing. You like you're driving up and down, but once everything's up at the training ground, it'll be brilliant. What's the worst thing that's gone missing and you've been like, oh, um, stuck here? I don't, there's nothing. I'm trying to think. I might Anything have on a game day. I'm trying. To, there's a few lads who got their boots, but that's but that's their fault. that's their fault. Right. So that's not. Better. So you're not in charge no, of their boots. No, I don't think I've overly forgot. Anything massive. It's because you're good at your job, see? No, I wouldn't say that. Just I'm too scared to. <laughs> That's probably more than anything. But no, I just said I've, I've been lucky. My job, I, I work with great people. It's, and it's, every day going into work is absolutely brilliant. Love it. Do you ever have downtime? Because I know today you've got your little get, Well, today I'm going to Sunny Breen, so <laughs> I'm taking my... That's probably harder work than being at Ashton Gate, I think. I think but you've uh, got, you know, you've got three kids. Yeah. Full, you know, this job is more than full time. I was like you said it's earlier on about having a dog. I goes, I wouldn't have a time for no, a dog at all. And I think, um, no, nah, as I said, any any spare time I've got, I spend it with my kids. And but that seems you seem to thrive on. Ah, that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. That's Why the way would you, you not? Are. Yeah, definitely. And as I said today, as I said, we got a day off today, and I've um, been into West and picked him up. I've got a brain, and I'll get to meet my boy, my brother at twelve. Give me see him because he's he's been away for four weeks. Say a quick hello for five minutes and then... It's just non-stop, isn't nah. it? I've, I, do you know what I'd prefer like that? I think if you've got nothing to do, the day drags on. Yeah, and yeah. So I think um, I've got my, way, my waterproof today because I'll be on that water slide, I think. Great. <laughs> great. Um, finally, looking at this, this squad, then, it's, it's been a great start to the season. Brilliant. Um, considering the first game against Leeds and... I think Leeds, I think um, it was the same as last season. I think Leeds started off like a, a house on fire. Yeah. And I think, realistically, they, they've probably got one of the, the strongest squads in the league, I think. So, I think um, they'll, they'll be up there and thereabouts. But I think, they're so. third and you're fifth. That's what I mean. So, I think yeah. uh, people get blindsided about one game, I think. And the, one of the, the, the first game of the season, listen, it's, 
46 games. We're it's so early, isn't it? We're going to lose games. We're going yeah, to lose, listen. We'll lose games. So we might even lose a few games three or four nil. You don't know, but we'll win the games three or four nil as well. So I think, I think people have just got to remember to the old cliche is a marathon, not a sprint. How close do you think the squad are to? I, maybe, I, do you think the playoffs? Maybe. Well, I think um, automatic. Yeah, you never know. I think um, it's, it's one of them tight leagues. Apart from Wolves a few seasons ago, there's never really been. A team that you'd think actually, yeah, they're they're, they're brilliant. I think Fulham will probably be up there as well. I think if they get Mitrovic fired and, and all cylinders, I think he'll. But then there's surprises, isn't there? You know, Charlton, and everyone's Luton, Luton as well. They've, yeah. I think, um, as I said, listen, it's one of them things. I think, I think um, there'll be, be a shock team in there. I think, I think in, in the division, there's only six. I think there's six teams that haven't played in the Premier League. Yeah. So yeah. I think them six teams are probably looking to try and. Get into the Premier League, aren't they? It's such so, so many big clubs in, in the league, isn't it's it? It's brilliant. As you said, you look at the, you look at the division; it's brilliant. Every week you've got. I think we better wait. Stoke, our next games so are another Premier League team who are. I know they're struggling, but yeah, they've got a, stuck, yeah. they've got a, they've got a team a, a team of Premier League players in there as well. So they are struggling, aren't they? And then the game against Swansea, we could win it. It's always a feisty one. It's, I think yeah, it was a bit feisty last season. I mm-hmm. think so. I think uh, no, again, it's like a derby. I know it's I know it's an hour and whatever away, but. It's, when English teams play Welsh teams, it's, it's always good. It's always, uh, it's always good fun, I think. Fantastic, Squire. As always, thank you so much for coming on and best of luck for the rest of the season. Pleasure, don't, Mish. Don't, don't lose any socks. I try not to. Thank <laughs> you. Great, as always, to have Scotty Murray on the podcast and a big thank you to him for coming on. We did briefly talk about the Borough game there, but we're going to start having a fan on and getting fan views every now and then on the Robins on the Wire podcast. So to reflect on Saturday's draw with Middlesbrough, here's Matt with us. So the game against Middlesbrough has finished 2-2 and on the balance of play and uh, the opportunities, I think a, a share of the spores was was more than fair. Middlesbrough um, started off very well. In fact, both sides started well. It was a, an open start to the game. Um, both created good chances. Both hit the post. Uh, City hit the post from Nathan Baker after a great cross from Nick Eliasson. And Eliasson was, was the standout performer. Sent another great cross in for Benekafobi, which Darren Randolph in the Borough goal did really, really well to save and push wide. And then Eliasson set up City's opener, whipping it across on the left-hand side after some quick feet. And Casey Palmer, right place, and just guided the ball into the net with, with Randolph just stood there as an observer. And at halftime, you felt it 1-0. Uh, you know, it was a game that City could go on and win. Uh, and the guys that I sit with, we, we were sort of talking about our promotion aspirations and it was a game we needed to go on and win. But on reflection, at the end of the game, I think Borough did enough in the second half to warrant their, their point. And City did well to come back, you know, to, to go two down. The first goal, um, Lee Johnson described as comedy defending, um, maybe a little bit harsh, but Taylor Moore didn't probably expect the ball to, to, to come across to him, couldn't get his feet uh, out of the way and, and the ball sort of ricocheted into the net off of him. And then the second goal is one of those that uh, Asombolongo clearly offside, um, but with the current rule the way that it is, the ball got played. Taylor Moore didn't realise that Asombolongo was offside, um, got a glancing header on it that took the ball into Asombolongo's path, and then he beat Bentley with a, a low left footed drive. Uh, as I say, you know, it's the current rule. Um, he's not considered active with that first phase of play, which is a strange one because he's, you know, he's obviously running onto the ball from, I think it was Clayton that had played it. 
but it's not deemed as active um, until it sort of reaches him and, and it reached him via Taylor Moore's deflection. So a little bit of a, an unfortunate five-minute spell for Taylor Moore, who, who actually thought did play well again. You know, he looked to bring the ball out. Nathan Baker, thought I thought, played very well as well. Um, so we found ourselves 2-1 down. couple of injuries to Jack Hunt and Hanna Masenga. Uh, Masengo again, I thought, for an 18-year-old, showed up really, really well. Um, hopefully neither injury are, are too bad and uh, the international break comes at the right time with both of those hopefully being back but also Adam Nash um, being available again. City did well to come back. Tommy Rowe, great little ball out to Callum O'Dowda and it was great to see Callum get a cross in and, and uh, the assist for Rowe to get with his header. So all in all, I think 2-2, as I say, was a, was a fair result. It was an entertaining game. Uh, I think we stay fifth after the results at the end of today. And, uh, you know, it's another un- a game on the unbeaten run uh, against a very good side. So, all in all, you know, uh, as I say, 1-0 at halftime. Slightly disappointed not to go on and win it. But on the balance, I think 2-2 was a fair result. And uh, it's on to Stoke next. So that was Matt with us there. We're getting the fans' view on the Robins on the Wire podcast of what happened and how the game went. Let's get the bosses' view. The head coach, Lee Johnson, this is him speaking after Borough. I didn't. I didn't enjoy it at all from a coach's point of view. I thought it was... Uh, too spread, um, distances were too big. I thought we dropped slightly too deep. We didn't trust, do you know what I mean, trust the line. Um, first half, attack and play, fantastic. Some great attack and play. Should have come in uh, probably 3-1, maybe even 3-2, because I had a couple of chances at half-time. Some very, very good chances that we've had there. Um, and then half-time, tried to sort of sort out the non-negotiables if you like and the, a lot of young players playing today uh, slightly too many really in terms of not natural leaders and uh, that was the bit we was winging it a little bit in terms of the communication not talent not effort not work rate but communication and um, yeah and we, we weren't good enough at it and where they picked us open or they got opportunities at goal was generally due to our average communication. Again, as you've had before, a lot of attacking players in midfield. Have you, is the blend quite right, do you think? Is it, well, is it no, just it's, it's not absolutely perfect, is it? Because we've got, like, five top players out. You know, Corey Smith, Nagy, come into that. You've got Callas, do you know what I mean? Just to name three. Um, and they're top players that, that do communicate and put out fires before they've even, like, managed to get that bit of smoke if you like that was Lee Johnson then reflecting disappointed with what happened on Saturday against Middlesbrough when they drew to all but it's not been a bad start for Bristol City after that Leeds game they are now unbeaten in five league games and that has seen them go fifth with 11 points five points off the pace setters Swansea City who are top with 16 points and of course they meet in a couple of weeks Bristol City play Stoke then next away Greg will be back from his holiday next week to preview that with me Uh, Thanks again to Scotty Murray for coming on the podcast and thank you for listening. If you've been listening on iTunes, please rate and review us. Robins on the Wire.